Welcome to Peer Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando, and we are on episode 3-0. Ooh, the Dirty 30. <laughs> you came up with something. Dirty 30? Yeah, isn't that what people say Like when you turn 30? Like, oh, the Dirty 30. What does that mean? I don't know, but it's just what people say. That's just okay. We're going to go with that one, because <laughs> I don't know. That was... I got to tell you, you call mine strange, but that was definitely out there. At least it, like, rhymed. Like, sometimes yours is like... Like, Dirty Dozen, people say... But dirty thirty? Uh, I don't know. Let us know. Like flirty thirty? Okay. I don't know. Anyways, all right. Dirty we're gonna 30. keep moving. What a way to start an episode. Yeah. All right. So the big three zero. We haven't <laughs> we haven't done. Don't you wish you were three zero again? I'm not quite three zero yet. Yeah, I know. I this knew you were gonna go there. This year. Yeah, I'm gonna be four. I turned dirty thirty this year. Ah, oh, terrible. We're a decade apart almost. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Do you know what like? The internet is what? <laughs> wait, wait! <laughs> I knew the internet before you knew the internet. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I, I mean, I grew up with the internet. So did I. I remember. I'll never forget getting my first computer. I think I was like twelve. So this might have been like nineteen ninety two, ninety three. And then I remember going on AOL. And then you have to pay per hour, and then remember the. But first that wasn't when you were twelve. Yeah, it's no. like I was twelve or thirteen. Yeah, maybe my memory's off. Maybe I'm looking it up right now. When AOL came. Wait, out. but okay. Well, we have to get this episode going, though. It's going. You keep talking. All right. So what I do, what I do remember is, do you remember? Maybe you don't remember because you're too young, by the way. But I got a uh, what was it? A Packard Bell, Packard Bell computer. And it was one gig, and it cost like one gig of hard drive. Mm. One gig. Okay, my phone. That's huge back then. I know. My phone has like 32 or whatever. No, more than that. It's like 64. I had another phone that had 128. It was like $3,000. Yep. I remember and when I was in high school, my computer had 70 gigs, and I thought it was huge. That is, <laughs> That was back in the day. You know what's funny is when I watch these old school movies with my son. I mean, old school is from the 90s, and it's all about, like, espionage or spies. And they go into these rooms where, like, they're spying on people, and the monitors are, like, these massive, mm-hmm. huge things. You're like, wow, like, that's surveillance? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> so, anyways, all right, going down memory lane. Okay, tell me about AOL. You just looked it up. Did you find it? Yeah, the inter- like it says they started with uh, with email addresses in 1993. Um, okay, so maybe it was my sophomore year in, in, in high school. So sophomore year would have been like around 94, 95. Okay, so all right. Anyways, that being what I'll never forget is being in the computer lab in school, and I remember and playing uh, Oregon Trail. We did a little Oregon Trail. I actually, my first games were Where in the World's Carmen San Diego, mm. Math Blaster, and I don't remember what else, but I, I remember, I just, I remember I love the computer lab. One, because I got to play computer games. Two, there was a cute girl I, I flirted with the entire time in computer lab. Mm. But then I remember looking at the screen, and I remember it would like digitize. And you're just waiting. Mm. It's like pixel by pixel. Oh, man. Think about that. Like, we actually sat there and watched screens. In front of us, develop. It's so weird. And, and you thought, uh, you thought stuff was so fast back then too, right? Like, I, I feel like, especially like, remember when like Napster was around before oh the whole goodness. lawsuit? Yeah, I remember and, that. And it would be like 
five minutes to download a song, but you're like, sweet, I'm downloading the song. It's so fast. And like now it's like instantaneous. You can listen to whatever song you want. Yeah, no, that's pretty wild. It's crazy, like how fast. And we still complain that things are slow. I actually heard a comedian one time. I'm not sure who it was, but said something to the effect of like, we get so mad at our cell phones because like we push a button and we have to wait like five seconds for something to come up. He's like, literally, it's sending the request out to space. Then it's gathering the information and sending it from space back to your phone. Like, give it a second. Like, it's it's a miracle that that yeah, can even but, happen. But you think about that, and we're going to get to reselling here, we promise. But it's also, like, created, like, terrible relationships, like, with texting. right? And I know a lot of people talk about this, but, like, remember back in the day, like, you'd call a house and you leave a message on the answering machine. And maybe a day later, people might get back to you. Mm. Now, if you don't text somebody back within a few minutes, people are like, oh, this person, like, what's wrong with them? Like, it's kind of like when I text Mike and I don't hear for days from Mike. <laughs> he man. knows what I'm talking about. I do, but man, I didn't realize it hurt your feelings. No, so it doesn't much. hurt my feelings. I'm good. I got used to it. I guess I just got callous to it. But anyways, that being said, like, it's like reselling too. Like, if you're not quick on accepting an offer, mm. like... You, your your sale might be done. Yeah, I mean, I could talk for days about the benefits and the negatives of technology because that's what my master's is in. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's education technology. I knew kind of that, yeah. yeah so, um, it's. I feel like people fall into one camp or the other with like technology is the panacea. It's gonna. It's the thing that's gonna be. The, the greatest thing that's ever happened and can ever happen, and it's all, all good. And other people think it's like the worst thing in the world. And I think we're somewhere in the middle. You know, like it's great and it's terrible and it's great and it's terrible. And what what are you going to do about it? I just and, think it's great. And I think it kind of leads into uh, this episode in it a does. way that we use technology. Well, it, it does in the sense that you know, when I first started reselling, like the major platform was eBay. And then Amazon came along, and then after Amazon, right? Oh, oh let's let's rewind. Before even that, there was like Craigslist, mm. right? Because you could do some reselling on Craigslist. I was late on the Craigslist bandwagon. No, I know. I remember you telling me that. Like when I told you that Craigslist was around back in like the 90s. I had no 2000s. clue because I was still using Penny Saver back then. Penny Saver. I love the Penny Saver, oh, man. man. I never used Penny Saver. Anyways, with that being said, as technology grows, so has platforms. Right. So, I mean, we have eBay, we have Amazon, we have Poshmark, we have Macara, we have Goat, we have StockX, we have OfferUp, we have Facebook Marketplace, we have Bonanza, we have Together, we have, I'm sure I've missed one. Or a hundred. Or, or, or whatever. There's so many. There's so many, right? And I will say, I didn't realize until how many we had until I got on Instagram. Would you say that to be true? Yeah. I mean, we talked a bit about that a little bit last episode, like how... You know, it's a big positive because you learn a lot of the, the the tips and tricks that you might not know, but it also creates pressure because it's like, wait, I'm not selling on this platform and I'm not doing this that this other person is doing. So that that's kind of what we want to talk about today is like, we don't have an answer here. This is just something for all of us to contemplate. Like, are we overreaching or is it good that we have all these platforms, mm. right? Is it awesome that there's a different avenue to sell items where before it was like, hey, you know, you want to make that sale, you probably should just sell it on eBay or you probably should just, you know, if you want to sell books, just go on Amazon, right? Which is still probably the, remember when Amazon was just books? Mm. Oh, I do. It I, feels so weird knowing that that's not what it's, I don't even think about books unless I'm reselling here's, on Amazon. Here's how hipster I'm going to act right now. My first credit card was an Amazon credit card. 
And I was like, I feel like one of the first people buying on Amazon and it was books. Like even before I could get a credit card because I wasn't old enough and I had to like borrow my parents' money. Uh, but I bought so many books on Amazon. And then yeah, once I got I into that. like college and it was like I bought all my textbooks on Amazon. And then all of a sudden Amazon turned into like, wait a minute, you can buy everything on here. Mm -hmm. And it definitely wasn't like that when I first started. Like right now, like every movie I watch, I stream on Amazon. Like I just do the one click and I got my movie. It's amazing, right? I was actually just talking to my wife about that the other day. It goes back to this idea of technology. Like we used to have to like, oh, we want to watch a movie. Maybe it's at Blockbuster and you'd have to like oh get in your car God. and drive over there and oh, they don't have it at this one. So you got to drive to the next one and you rent the movie and then you go home. You Like now, like any movie you can think of, you're just like click, watch. And then if you don't find one, you're like, what is wrong? Like what is going on? Yeah, it's amazing. It's it didn't happen to me. I was trying to watch Air Force One. Remember that movie with Harrison Ford and he's like the president? Mm -hmm. And like you could only buy it like on Google or something. It was so weird. But that's the other thing is there's so many there's so many platforms you can buy it on one of them. No, you could or you can find it on the free platforms. Mm, Cody, yeah, you know we're not going to even encourage any of those, but they're out there. They are out there. If anybody knows, Mike knows. Just because I like technology, not because I. Of Cody. Okay. Anyways. All right. Let's get back to, are we overreaching? So here's my question. If you were to restart again, Mike, what platform do you think you would start? Oh, I'd definitely start with eBay. You still think eBay is it? Yeah, for sure. To start with. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But you have told me that like you enjoyed Poshmark. Oh, I love Poshmark. Okay. Tell me why. Tell me why. What? What's so not, not that we're sponsored, but Poshmark, if you want to sponsor us, we're here for you. Yeah. Right along with uh goodwill on target. There you go. Um, Poshmark actually reached out to us on Instagram. That they was did. Cool. They did. They actually hit us in the DMs. I was pretty impressed. That was awesome. Like, so. I've never heard from eBay, and Jeff Bezos hasn't DM'd us, yeah. but Poshmark has. Even though, like, we, we wore robes for that guy. We did. We even had the CEO. We actually were, like, kind of pseudo-worshipping. Yeah, we should clarify... Um, there was a conspiracy episode. That's why we were wearing. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys are like, guy. what are you talking about? Go on our IG page, scroll down. You'll get what we're talking yeah. about. We don't do those kind of things. It was just part of our, our intro to the videos. All right. Anyways, talk to me. Posh. What is so me on posh here? I feel like we've done the silly on posh thing a couple of times. Have you? Yeah, I've tried at least. Maybe I'm just, I'm just not listening. Okay. So honestly, hey, let, let me, let me rephrase real quick. You said eBay. Yep. Okay. So you gotta you're gonna have to go come full circle and go why you're not going to go to Posh right away. I think one of the things that makes eBay so awesome is literally you can sell anything. Like if you find it, you can sell it on eBay. Now, whether or not you'll make money, it depends on whether you do the research and you got the right items, but but you can find something that's I mean, our, one of our hustles of the week last week was an expired um like eyelash extension thing, right? Makeup. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Like you're not selling that kind of stuff. You're not going to sell a 20 year old cereal box full of cereal on Poshmark or Could you Amazon. if you wanted to? Probably not. Okay. And by the way, if you're wondering, like I have not, I have a, the Posh app downloaded and I have a username, but I've not sold anything on Posh. You also probably haven't listed anything on Posh, right? Well, yeah. Okay. That goes hand in Okay. Hand. So you can't say I didn't sell anything on okay. it. But okay. so I don't know. So eBay is great because we've talked a lot about Amazon FBA over the last, you know, while 
Mike loves of, it when I talk about Amazon FBA. One of the things though is like you have to, I mean, think about how much you stress about the condition of the box of the item that you're shipping to Amazon. No, no I know. If there's a yeah. scratch or a dent on the box, if the item is perfectly fine, you're going to have an issue with selling it through Amazon, right? Correct. eBay, you just put box has a giant marker on the side of the corner. Still I just new. put box has wear. Yeah. It, wear and tear on box item is still sealed. People don't care. In fact, they're, they're, they, you know, I don't know. I feel like the clientele, the expectations, you can sell whatever you want on eBay. Now, Poshmark, more specialized. Now, they do have a, like a boutique section, which is like um, makeup and jewelry and stuff like that. But for the most part, I would assume probably 95 to 99% of what's being sold on Poshmark is clothing. Um, so it's more specialized. It's more niche. It's not, it's not as broad. So if I was just starting out, I would want to be able to walk to a garage sale or a thrift store and know that there's something I can buy and sell. Whereas with clothing being that specialized, you're narrowing your options. But I also think there's something good about being in kind of a specialized platform. Okay. Like, I mean, I, I've said it before, man. Poshmark, the thing that stressed me out more than anything on eBay was shipping, and it still kind of does at times. Okay, Poshmark, but tell me what stresses so you out? Easy. What stresses you out on eBay about shipping? the price per item that you send, unless you know exactly what box it can fit in is going to be so different. Like, yeah. But one of the ways you could fix that is, and I had to learn this the hard way and I, I'm still learning. Like for instance, today I sold a department 56 item for whatever reason, I put medium flat rate box as a shipping method. That thing was never going to fit in a medium flat rate box. And what I ended up doing is, I had to find another box and it cost me a lot more in shipping because mm. I, I messed up. But if I had been, you know, I, I don't know what happened. I really don't know. But normally Orlando, who is disciplined, our word from the last podcast, would have taken that item, pre-packed it in a box, and then weighed and then done the dimensions. Before you, so when you take pictures of items, you're doing that with all of your items, you're putting it in no, a box? No, only on the unique ones. Like clothing, I don't worry about. Like all, all my all my shirts, all my pants, pretty much all of those are gonna go first class. If they're like jeans or like a hoodie or a smaller lightweight jacket, they're going in a padded. If they're a larger jacket, depending on the size, if they're shoes, they're gonna go in a medium flat rate. If they're a bigger size jacket or there's some boots or it's something heavier, it's going in a large flat rate. Okay, so I mean, you've already, but but think about all of those levels that you have right there of how many different box types, and you've probably had to learn over time like what fits in what. And I would say probably fifty percent of the things I sell on eBay or more are those special, unique boxes, right? So most of what I'm sending is not going flat rate priority mailboxes. But with clothing items with Poshmark, you don't have to think about it at all. You can get the biggest. I can get a T-shirt and put it in the biggest flat rate box that I can find a large one. I can put it in a medium one. I could put it in a flat rate envelope, whatever, anything that's post office, first rate, flat rate, whatever priority it ships. So, okay. So explain that to me. Cause I've heard people talking about that and I just haven't fully understood. So, so somehow so you, before you do that, when you talk about boxes, do they have to say a certain thing? Like, do they have to say flat rate? Do they have to say priority? What does it have to say? I'm not 100% sure, actually. I know I sell it all. We just use the, like the, 
the padded envelope. What is that? Like the, the, yeah, this padded, the one that yeah. looks like it's bowl wrapped on the inside. Yeah, that one yeah. or like the other one. We use our own um, mailers, like our yeah. own poly bags. Okay. But even that, it it's still, only thing we're paying for is the poly bag. Okay. When the customer buys something on Poshmark, they pay six ninety nine shipping. It's built into the cost. You don't have you don't put that on your cost. You put your item cost. They know when they buy, they're paying six ninety nine shipping. Is there such thing as free shipping on Poshmark? You can offer somebody a discount or free shipping, but then you cover it. Okay, so there has to be some negotiation. There's, but that's the thing with <clears throat> Poshmark is most of the time there's not. Most people know. It's just built into it. They just recognize like kind of, I mean, in the same way that people are expecting free shipping from Amazon, you know, two day prime, people just understand when I buy something, it costs $6.99, which actually encourages bundles, which if they put three items together, I think you can do two or three item bundles or more than all of those ship and they only pay that $6.99 once. So that encourages people to buy two or three things from your store. All right. So again, going back to the box. So. As long as it's a post office box? A post office box, it ships for free. Under five pounds. If it's over five pounds, then you have to pay a little so bit So all you more. do is you go to Posh. You don't have to wait. You just hit the print. Yep. Print, and boom, print stick. And you yep. put it on there. Yeah, they've got to deal with the post office. So you can you can send it in uh, a mailbox that normally costs, you know, $12.99 or whatever it costs to ship. Or you can send it in the poly bag. You can send it. It doesn't matter what you send it in as long as you stick that sticker on it. It goes. And the post office doesn't give you a hassle. Like nope. you come in with a flat rate box and they're like, why is there this Poshmark tag for six ninety nine or whatever? It, Poshmark has a deal with them. I don't know how they did it, but it, as long as it's under five pounds, six ninety nine to ship. Huh. Okay. So whereas you would have to pay, like how much is it to, to ship a, like a sh- uh, boots or shoes or something? Okay. Let's say, it, let's say just a regular pair of shoes, right? Right. If, if they're like men's shoes, usually I, this is the way I do it. Not everyone, you know, I know there's other ways you can do regional boxes, but let's say I'm sending to the East coast. Mm-hmm. I'll usually go with a medium flat rate box. How much does that cost? It's about, it's about 1299. Okay. If you sold those on Poshmark, it, the customer would pay 699 to ship. You'd stick that on the thing. You wouldn't have to pay anything and it would ship as long as they're under five pounds. Really? So the customer would only be, have to pay 699. Yep. That is interesting. Well, customer pays six ninety nine. You don't even have to think about it. You just you print the label, you stick it on whatever box you want, and you send it out the door. Okay. So here's my question, though. Seems like you like Poshmark a lot, but where do most of your sales come from? We have more items in our eBay. Okay. But I would say every time something sells on eBay, there's excitement, and then there's the oh my gosh, this is going to take forever to pack, and then to print the labels, and then to weigh it. It probably takes like a tenth of the time to pack and ship Poshmark. So if time is money, we're saving a lot of money. Really? Okay. All right. And so you're recommending, you would say cross-posting is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, we're cross-posting Poshmark and eBay, but those are the only two. I think there's been a couple of times we've been a little bit stressed out. Okay. You know, like, oh, no, did we take that thing off of eBay or did we take that thing well, off? Well, that's the other thing I'm thinking about. So I'll give you a story. So, you know, I've talked about Bonanza. Have you tried Bonanza at all? I haven't, no. Okay. So we talked about this before. Bonanza is another platform where you can import all your eBay mm. items. But the the issue lately has been, like, you might sell it on Bonanza and might not come off of eBay. It used to do that. It, may, it maybe still does. I just had a few instances where it didn't. Or it'll sell on eBay and it won't come off of Bonanza. So... Things were really busy this Q4, 
I had a jersey sell on Bonanza. And and here's the thing on Bonanza, most of my stuff sells full price. Hardly ever do I get an offer. Mm. So it's been kind of nice. But it's only like one or two sales a month. Mm. But this jersey sold, and I forgot about it. Oh. I mean, I literally, I think I went two days without even thinking twice about, oh, I need to pull this jersey. I need to pack it. I need to ship it. Right. And so that's the other thing. Like, is it possible to overreach when you have too many platforms? Some things get left behind. I mean, have you had any of the experience with just doing the two, the posh and the eBay? Um, not in the sense of like we forgot to pack something, but there definitely has been times where um, we weren't sure whether we took a listing off of one or the other. And if something, because we've had stuff that's similar. Um, and so we'd sell it on eBay and it'd be like, oh, sweet, the Tupac shirt sold, right, on eBay. And so we <laughs> go Tupac we go to start looking in the bin where it's at, and we're like, wait a minute, didn't the Tupac shirt sell on uh, on on Poshmark like a month ago? Like, yeah, I think it did. See, that, that feeling, I've had that feeling. And it's happened to me where, like, I've sold something on Bonanza, and I totally forgot about to it. take and it down. And somehow yeah. on eBay, when I go to relist, because I do 30 days, mm. and when I go to relist, it just gets added to all the yep. other items I relist. So what happened? Uh, luckily, we had we had two 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 box shirts. <laughs> two two box shirts. Yeah. So it was it was good. We didn't sell the one the one that they both sold, um, and so we were good to go. But um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a little bit of stress there. But I think it goes back to uh, <clears throat> word of the year discipline. Like if you if you've got a system, I think you'd be okay. I think I, I definitely think two's manageable. But I don't know. What about you? What, what is three a thing? Okay, so we're not going to go all the way to, <laughs> is 10 a thing? Is 15? But I don't know. Here's what I'll say. So I did do Mercari back in the day, mm-hmm. right? And we tried Mercari for a little bit. And I think it all depends on what you're trying to sell, right? So um, Renzi now, I always destroy their name, but they're on Instagram and it's interesting because they they flip a lot of shoes, mm. okay. And they it seems they they got a system down. So what they end up doing is they always they always end up like they will either like drive out. So they're Renzi now R N Z Y N O W. They're on Instagram. Awesome people. You should check them out. And they do. It's interesting. They do offer up. They do Facebook. Oof. They do. Mercari, they do Poshmark. That's intense. <laughs> they do they do Go, they do StockX, um, they do all of it. And the least one that they do is eBay. Really? Yeah. Now here's, and I I bring them up for this reason is that they've been able to manage it, mm. right? But I you know because what they understand is that different platforms allow them to do different things. So the positive side of overreaching or maybe it's not overreaching is you have different audiences. So I'll right. give you an example. So on StockX, it's kind of like the stock market. It, it's kind of like you, you already have the item there mm. and people are already bidding on it. If they want it, they can just buy it. Mm. Right. So it's ready to go. So if you're in a Nike store and you find like a certain hype shoe or something that was so quick, you'll sell it. Mm. Right. So there's that. Um, but you have to have a box, a full, uh, an original box all ready to go. I hope I got this right. And then I, I think on Go, you're able to sell things without the full box. I've never even heard of these things. Okay. All right. I know, right? But you got to keep tabs on all the, and maybe I got it wrong. So if I'm wrong, please put in the comments below so we can fix this. But I, I think I got this right.
We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. So then you got Poshmark and I hear that Nike sells well on Poshmark, mm. right? But, you know, then you got, and here's, here's what some people are doing now on offer up. What they'll do is like, say they sell a pair of shoes or on Facebook marketplace. And I think Renzi knows this too. They'll bring other shoes with them and go, Hey, we also have this other pair of shoes. If you like mm. to purchase, think about how genius that is. Hmm. Right. But here, here's my thoughts on it. I wonder, and I'm, I just wonder, okay, is it's kind of like with Amazon. So let, let's bring it back to my world. So I spent a ton of time this Q4. Mm -hmm. Like, would you agree? I spent a ton of time. Yeah, I think that's a fair. Uh, on Amazon. Like, yeah. I, I seriously, I, I don't even, I don't know. If I put the hours spent with Amazon and spent with my kids, I think Amazon would win hands down. Ooh. Which is pretty sad. Hey, I mean. Seasons, right? Just seasons. <laughs> Just seasons. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Well, I contemplated going, did I make, I, I did make a decent amount, but could I have made that much if I dedicated that much time on eBay? I mean, I guess we won't know, but what do you think? Do you think you would have? <laughs> I don't, it's so hard. Because okay, okay, so if you were to consider... Time and energy invested versus the return on that time and energy and money. I mean, capital, because you, you had to mm -hmm. front on. So if you would have spent the exact amount of time and energy and capital on eBay, where do you think you'd be? It's so hard to say. And this is why, right? Because on Amazon, you have sales rank, mm. which is a good kind of predictor of whether, whether it'll sell. But the other side is... It doesn't factor in how many sellers are on a certain item, right? So that's a tough one, right? On eBay, you could have a lot of items. No guarantee they're all going to sell unless it's getting late, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to <laughs> yawn got, and get you going. He got me yawning. Yeah, it, what time is it right now? We are recording this podcast at 11.23 at night because we appreciate all of you. That's right. Thank you for listening. And hopefully when you're listening to this, it's at 11.23, but you're packing or you're listening and you're being productive and you totally did not hear or see our yawns. Yeah, because then if you start yawning right now while you're doing that, it's just not good. Do we need to edit our episodes? No, man. People don't want edited episodes. I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. But are we going to edit every yawn out? There's going to be like cut scenes. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, we're all of a sudden going to like be in a different position because one of us All super yawn. awake will be tired and all super <laughs> awake. That's what's going to happen. So I say all that because, you know, here's the thing with eBay. Like the way I run my store, I have, I'm a pretty long tail kind of guy, mm. but I have so many long tail items that you, I don't feel it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So something from two years ago will sell right now, but it's okay because I kind of forgot about it and it's there. But I will say that I do feel like this Q4 that, I don't know, for myself, I I want to say maybe I did overreach. Hmm. Right? In, in the sense of because what ended up happening was I was getting a lot of eBay. So do you remember when I, I said I wanted to get my helper and I wanted eBay and Amazon to run parallel? Right. Right. I, I just, it was hard. It was hard. So 
we come now and we have this time and I have all these listings on Infrog that are in draft form that I never got going. Huh. And I will tell you, it's not because I was lazy. I mean, I was working 16 hour days. It's just uh, where your work was going was on Amazon. Somewhere else, right? And on top of that, I was I was on social media. On top of that, we were doing the podcast. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I don't know, but you know, um, I my experience. Okay, so let's talk about Mercari real quick. Have you have you had time on Mercari? Just very little. I mean, I I feel like I didn't give it enough of a shot. Like listed a few items, not enough. Like. I could not give like a genuine opinion of Mercari. I feel like I, if I were to try and say something, it wouldn't be fair. Okay. I want to try it. Like, I think if I were to do a third, it would be Mercari, but I don't think, I don't think I mentally can handle a third right now. <laughs> is it because it's late? I think, well, part of it is because it's late at this exact moment. And then also, um, you know, like many of our listeners, I still have another job and, and a family. And so like, I know myself, I know what I'm capable of and I'm pouring a ton of energy and effort and I haven't reached my, I haven't plateaued on eBay yet or posh. I feel like between posh and eBay, I'm still growing and scaling and pouring a ton of time into it and I'm getting good returns. If I had an extra few hours a week, I think I'd, I'd, I'd do something else. No problem. I just don't have it right now. That's a great point. Okay. We'll get to that. Before we do that though, if you have any thoughts on this episode, maybe on multiple platforms and you're like, hey, Orlando and Mike, we tried it. It didn't work for us. Or, hey, this is one of the best things we did is diversify our platform. Mm-hmm. Let us know in the comments below. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit that little bell so you get alerts whenever a new podcast or new video pops up. And thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. And also, if you're listening on our podcast, we appreciate the reviews. They are always helpful. And, you know, if you, if there's any constructive criticism, just comment, you know, in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because reviews, you know, they only help get the info out more. The better and the more reviews we have, the more our podcast pops up on other people's playlists. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the only way we've grown is just word of mouth. Like we have not, yeah. we've not paid to advertise. Not yet at like least. Yeah, well, maybe one day down the, down the road when, but, but right now, I mean, it's, it's just been you telling your friends about Pure House Podcast that, that we've been hopefully in some way either inspiring or, you know, maybe you can just laugh at our mistakes, you know, I don't know, whatever it is, <laughs> for whatever reason, you've enjoyed listening to us and you've told somebody and we continue to grow and we really appreciate that. Um, so please just one, know that we're so grateful uh, Two, just keep telling your friends, right? Like, yeah. you know, that's the best way to hit that to, share button on YouTube. Yeah. Hit that share button on the podcast. It's one of the best ways. And if you haven't followed us yet on IG, we are Puroso Podcast on IG. We are Puroso Cast on Twitter. We're Puroso Podcast on Facebook. You can email us Puroso Podcast at gmail.com. And you could also give us a call 619-738-1170. All right, let's get back to your point. So do you remember what your point was? Did we lose it in all of that? Yeah, my point was uh, time, amount of time I have available to pour into it. Okay. I haven't plateaued yet. So Okay, it's the plateau thing. So there's two things I want to talk about. One is I think being a part-time and a hobby and a full-time seller have everything to do with how much you diversify. Mm. I mean, do you get what I'm saying? I do. 
you know, because when I was doing part time, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like things weren't super like, I guess. Bottom line, mm. as far as like, hey, I need to make sure this happens, right? So I had some time. You know, if I wanted to experiment a little bit with Mercari, mm. I could. When I wanted to experiment with Amazon, I could and so on. But when I went to full time, I had to make sure that my resources were in the place that worked the best for what I needed. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the things I've been kind of figuring out these last few months, right? Is it... You know, my model this last year was 70% Amazon, 30% eBay. And now after this Q4, I'm kind of like, maybe those numbers need to shift a little bit. Hmm. Like how much? 60-40? Yeah, 60-50? Are you going 70-30 the other way? No, no. I don't know if I could go the other way because what I like about Amazon is right now, right, we talked about the possible recession coming. Hopefully it doesn't. But, you know, that... Amazon is for sure one of the quickest ways to scale, but it's not the easiest way to enter into e-commerce. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. Right? Because if you were to start over, you you automatically just said, and not saying you represent all the new resellers, but you wouldn't go like, I'm going to do Amazon right away. Yeah. Somebody asked me, they're like, hey, I want to get into <clears throat> reselling. What should I do? I'm, I'm definitely introducing them to eBay or, okay. or Poshmark if they're interested in clothing. Okay, but Poshmark there's another element you didn't talk about. The social media aspect. Yeah, of the it. sharing. Yeah. Like that would that again, if I was part time, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't mind sharing closets. Right? Because that's a you know how, That's how, an interesting way of putting it though, because I, I think okay, so there's the urgency of being full time of I And this is my make, this is my my right. my system. It might work for somebody else. So like for you, you're saying like you need to get that bottom line number, you need to make the profit got to pay your bills, right? So Correct. like that's so that's why you're going to pour your time and energy into what's tried and true and you know you're going to make your money mm-hmm. on. Um the other side of that and maybe this is me um just completely oblivious to what it's like to be full-time because I'm only doing it part-time is I don't feel like I have much time to dedicate to reselling, right? Cuz I when I get home from working, you know, 10 or 11 hours at work and then I have dinner and put my kid to bed and then spend two hours posting and packing the stuff that I've already, you know, got, it's already like 10, 11 o'clock at night. I got to go to bed. I don't have time to try something new. Whereas if I had from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, Hey, maybe I could try some new stuff. Yeah. I don't know. See, my perspective is when I was part time, there were those moments, like, let's say, <laughs> I shouldn't even say this. Let's say I was at a convention or something, mm. right? And I had some time not pay attention. Like, I could go on Mercari and I could list some Mercari, mm. right? Or I could, if I was doing Poshmark, I could share closets. Now it's like, I can't sit in one space and just be doing that, mm. right? Like, I got to be sourcing. I got to be listing. I got to be packing an FBA shipment. I got to be meeting with my helper. Now, again, I will say it's about priority. So I could be completely wrong here. Right. And I'm sure we'll get comments that I'm wrong. But I, I just, I guess a, there's a greater sense of urgency when you're full time. Uh, I absolutely 100% agree with that. Yeah. And so for me, it's about, you know, diversifying for me, it's a struggle. And this mm. is why I want to say this. We, we've, we've talked a lot about diversifying is good. And I do think diversifying is good if you can, you know, figure it out and handle mm-hmm. it. But 
you got to be good at one thing, I think, really well. Yeah. Is that even proper English? got to be good at one thing really well. <laughs> How about you just really good at one thing? There you go. All right. There you go. I just wanted to emphasize it. No, I think that's a great, I think that's a great point. I feel, I feel you need to be as close to an expert as you can be in one particular field and then lightly branching out into other things. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I even feel like that with, uh, with eBay as it were, I haven't found like I found like my thing yet, but it's good that I'm diversified and I, I, I know a lot about a, a bunch of little things. Like I know a lot of brands now for shoes and clothing and electronics. And I know a lot of brands, but I feel like I miss so much because if I was more specialized, I mean, we've talked a lot about like me selling China or different dishes, right? Mm -hmm. So if I knew like the really rare, like French and Japanese brands that like, you know, you would only know if you spent hours and hours and hours studying you know, China, um, that's where a lot of money could probably be made. But because I'm kind of not really specialized in anything, I kind of just have like a broad knowledge of a lot of things. So like the master of none. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> jack of all trades, but yeah. master of none. Yeah. It's kind of what it feels like, which I feel like is a good place to be on eBay. But I feel I like got, if I, I want to quote take of the it, week, Oh, what's your quote of the week? You, this is the Orlando, this has probably been said. So there's been variations, but if, you know, if you try to be excellent in everything, you'll be mediocre and all. Mm. That's good stuff. I, I find it to be true. I mean, I think in my time, not trying to get down memory lane, but my time as administrator, mm. like, I wore multiple hats. Mm -hmm. And what I got stuck in is that, like, I tried to excel in everything. Mm. just didn't happen. Yeah. No, that's, that's so true. And how do you feel like that's affected you? With reselling, do you feel like that's where you're at right now? Do you feel like, what is it? Is it is it Amazon FBA that you're really excelling at? Is it? I know. I is I it? think I think it. I think I'm doing well in both. Mm. But I will say, like, and again, there are some people. There's also something you got to realize that some people have an aptitude to be able to do more. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm very very big on like, I could only handle a few things, but I can do them really well. Mm, like singularly focused, singularly focused. If, if it gets into like, you know, doing what, like if I had like, you know, I have my helper, but if my helper did like the Poshmark cross posting mm. and so on, then I think it's doable for me. But it, you know, if you're asking me to do all of them, I don't know. And you got to look at some people that do all of them. They, they're teams. They're not yeah. by themselves. No, it's true. I mean, so that's another thing. You got to think about your your life situation. Like if you're married and you have a spouse or if you're in a relationship and you have a spouse that can help you and you work as a team, hey, doing multiple platforms is doable, mm. right? But I do know some awesome people out there that are resellers that they're still, you know, a one-person show and they do multiple platforms. Wow. You know, so hats off to them. Yeah. Right. But that's another thing you got to think about. You got to do what, what works for you. So give an example, like with eBay, I like that. I really know eBay. I know the inside and mm -hmm. out. And I know that when I sell something on eBay, I get paid right away. Mm. Right. So now on Amazon, you can do payability and you can, does Mercari, how long, uh, Poshmark, do you get paid right away or do you have to wait a little bit? Um, you have to wait until I believe they get the shipment. Like it has to be marked delivered 
and then they release the funds to you. So the customer pays. The nice thing with Poshmark, and we've talked about this before, is if somebody makes an offer to you and you accept it, they've bought it. Like their mm-hmm. PayPal account is already hooked up the moment they, so even before you submit an offer, it says on there, like you are prepared to purchase this for this price. If they accept it, like you are paying for it. You don't have a choice. It's not like it's after so they nice. accept I, Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm still at a loss of why we can't do that on eBay. Yep. Still at a loss about that. So, but I, okay. So I say that because I, this is one of the things I didn't like about Mercari. So Mercari, and we're going to go circle back to this, but what happened when I did Mercari was I would sell something and I'd have to wait till the person got it and they had to give me a review and then I, you know, the money would transfer, right? With What I liked about eBay was awesome. was like, I sell something for $200, I get paid. That's capital I have for that day mm. to buy more, right? I'm not waiting. Now, if you're diversifying, it's all good, right? You got your eBay payout, you got Mercari, you got Poshmark, Amazon, and maybe it's all spread out and you're all good. Right, but you you got to think about you know what model is best for you, right? So I I'll never forget years ago somebody approached me. They came into my office and they said, you know, Orlando, I know you do a lot of eBay, but why don't you do Amazon FBA, right? Because I know that right now, like you don't have enough storage for all your stuff. You're kind of running out of storage. If you did FBA, this model will work for you. And you know what? I didn't listen right away as Orlando usually does. And I waited, but it did. It worked for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, for other people, let's say you're out in a certain region that it's hard to go RA or to get OA or whatever it is, like Amazon may not be the beast for you. So I don't know. It, the, the the overreaching is, I don't know if we can call it overreaching. Maybe it's not overreaching, right? Maybe it's it's not about, Hey, how many platforms can I sell on? It's how many platforms work best for my situation at this point in time. I think that's key. I think overall, and part of it is going to be trial and error, right? Like one of the things that that luckily has been fairly common in like, you know, recent motivational speakers and stuff is this push and emphasis on don't be afraid to fail. Um, it's okay to go out and try and fail and learn and grow. Um, especially if you're part-time right now and you're thinking like, Hey, I might want to go full-time in the next year, two years, five years, whatever your timeline is. Um, now's the time to try and fail within reason. Obviously don't like, you know, give up everything, but like, see, like, is three platforms good for me? Is five platforms good for me? Is it closed? Is it electronics? Is it a combination of both? Right. Figure out what works best for you, for your lifestyle, for your family, um, and, and eventually you're going to get into the groove and, and it's probably not going to be the same thing as any other reseller. Like there might be similarities, but if I was doing everything the exact same as Orlando is doing everything, it probably wouldn't work the same way for me. Right. Like I'm starting to figure out what works for me. Um, and I think everybody has to do that for themselves. Well, and that, and that's something I I've seen, I've seen some awesome resellers talk about on IG is that, you know, as somebody had said that before they got an IG, and I talked about this last podcast, they knew what they were doing. Mm. Then they got on Instagram and they saw all these people selling on multiple platforms and doing this and doing that. So they tried to emulate that. Mm. And then they noticed that they were a lot more stressed out. Mm. They noticed that, you know, they weren't getting the same kind of income. They noticed that, you know, it was just, it was too much for them to juggle. And so 
they actually got off on Instagram and they're like, I'm just going to do it my way. Right. And so that's something you definitely need to ponder. Right. Because I agree. I get a lot of I get people all the time and I appreciate it. But, you know, telling me, you know, you should try this. You should try that. Mm. You should try this. Um, I think there's some things that completely like I should have gotten rid of my inkjet printer a long time ago. Okay, I'll admit that. Okay, that was a fail. But, you know, for me, eBay has been consistent sales, Mm. right, along with the Amazon. And it's been good enough for me to pay bills and to build some capital. And so, you know, will I do Poshmark? I'm still up in the air. And the reason I'm up in the air is just because, you know, if if it's going to be one other platform, but it's not going to bring in extra money, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's good. But I got to try it, though. That's the one thing. I do need to try it because th- I may be missing out. Yeah, might be. And then the, the flip side to that coin of, you know, figuring out what works best for you uh, is don't use that as an excuse, though, either. Like, don't don't look at it as, well, this is just... This is all I'm capable of. Oh, 100%. Like, don't 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 act or don't think that, you know, well, I can't do what this other reseller is doing, or I, figure out what works for you, but don't sell yourself short. Like if another person is capable of of bringing in the amount of money that you want to bring in, you're capable of it. Um your model might look different than theirs, but don't don't sell yourself short and say, "Well, I'm just not capable." Like you're capable, you can do it. The amount of work and energy you're going to have to put into it cuz I mean, we've talked about it before. Like, I mean, there is luck. I mean, you, you do see occasionally somebody gets lucky and here and there, but 99% of the time, it's just hard work, you know? And so I would say 100% of the time. Well, yeah. I mean, you land on the opportunity. Yeah. No, I mean, at 99.999. All right. Well, we'll agree there. So, I mean, it, it, it hard work is going to beat out luck every, every, all the time. So, yeah, you might look at somebody else's model and you might say, like, Amazon isn't for me but I want to be able to be full-time on eBay or I want to be full-time on this or whatever your goal is. And then you're just going to have to figure out how to make that work with your lifestyle and how you want to do it. Um, but don't, don't sell yourself short. I feel like people are, people tend to do that too is where they think like somebody else can do it, but I'm not capable. And it's like, no, like you, no, I you can, like you can do it. Like it's not going to be easy. Um, but you know, find what works best for you. What, what's life giving to you? What do you enjoy doing? Um, and then go hundred percent at it. Yeah. And so give you an example, like what's been really helpful is that right now, right. Q4 is ended, but I still have inventory that I'm selling from Amazon. Right. So I'm able to do a ton of eBay sourcing and do a ton of eBay listings and I'm still making money on Amazon. Right. So that model works for me because I needed that. Mm. Right. If, if I was trying to, let's say I'm going to now sell on stock X and I need to go find Nike shoes, mm. you know, the hype shoes, That'd be tough, right? Because that would take away, right? So one thing you got to think about too is you don't want you adding something else taking away from something you're already doing really well, right? That's just something. Did you just say that? No, I just yawned. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, Orlando, you just repeated what I said. No, no, no. Okay. All right. So something to think about, right? If there's a good thing happening, continue on that good thing, right? And then once you have that down, then add the other one and then give it a good trial run. You know, that's what I do with Amazon FBA. I gave it my all. I'm still not done deciding whether this is going to be a full part of what I do as a, as a full-time reseller, but you know, I'll be able to evaluate in a couple of weeks and then I'll go, okay, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Or I'm going to go to Poshmark. I'm going to go to Mercari and I'm going to go to so on. So 
Yeah. And then, and then take a, a realistic inventory of your time too, because um, it, it could very well be that you're, you're maxed out and you're already overreaching in your life. You've got too many commitments going on. You got to say no to some things. Uh, and it could be that you are too busy, but you also watch, you know, two or three hours worth of TV every day. And if that's the case, Hey, maybe jump on another platform or jump on a platform that you could watch Netflix and list at the same time. <laughs> I do it all the time. Do you? I think I've watched the office multiple times while listening for eBay hmm, nice. and it works. Right, because you know, I or don't know. listen to a podcast. Like I yeah, heard you, of this good oh, one called right. Pure Hustle Podcast. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. <laughs> hey, we're we're not the only game in town, though. But we do appreciate that you listen to our podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, with all that being said, I think we're gonna wrap this up. Are we good to wrap this up? Yeah. So make sure to be real, be relevant, and be reselling, please. please.